Welcome to the Soul Sisters Design to Thrive podcast. Grab your coffee or tea, sit down with us, and get ready to be equipped with tools and support from other sisters who care deeply about seeing you and each other thrive. We hope you will find healing and restoration through some of the stories shared, the wisdom provided, and practical tools offered. For God is calling us to thrive together, mind, body, and soul. Okay, we're so excited to have Austin Kapoor here with us today on our very first Soul Sisters Design to Thrive podcast. Yay! Yes. Thank you for being here with us. And Austin, would you just tell us a little bit about you? Yeah. Thank you, Valerie, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, My name, like Valerie said, is Austin Kapoor. I am a wife, a mama of two littles under two. I live here, well, yeah, here in the Bay Area, but also uh, moving soon to uh, Orange County. uh, And I am a business owner. I have my own integrated marketing communications agency where I help intentional purpose-driven businesses be seen and heard through the power of marketing communications. And um, I worked previously at a few big uh, corporate companies here in the Bay Area, Visa being one of them, um, Caring, which was acquired by GoFundMe is another. Um, but my heart and who I am is a daughter of Christ. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, these are all other just titles. That is the most important one. So, um, yeah, that's yeah. that's me. Wow. Well, I mean, wow. And you don't do much. I mean, you just really <laughs> must be a really boring person. So boring. <laughs> Besides the girl boss and having now your two babies under two um, moving currently. As we sit here, you have boxes and I'm not. I'm not mad about that. I'm I'm happy for you. But yeah, no, I'm really happy for you. But um, yeah, I mean, it's amazing all that you're doing. Um, But it's also interesting that when I first met you, Austin, I thought, wow, this girl just has it all together. She's got the, you know, wonderful marriage. This At the time when I met you, a year and a half ago, you had one little baby girl. Um, you were the girl boss, you know, you were just kind of doing it all. And it would have looked from the outside like, wow, she doesn't have a care in the world. She's just, you know, chilling, doing life and just killing it in every area. And yet um, you were actually going through one of the hardest times one of the hardest times, one of the very difficult times in your life. Um, And I would like you to tell us a little bit about that. Um, Actually, how we got to know each other was you were, you came to one of the very first um, gatherings. You're the pioneer, the OG of the Soul Sisters Designed to Thrive groups that one of the first one that started. Um, and that's how I met you. And when you came in, you came with a friend who brought you. Um, there was a group of us ladies that were really, none of us knew each other. It was kind of just a group of ladies coming together to get to know each other. Um, it was very powerful. Um, what came out of that, hence what we're doing right now has come out of that. But at the time I would have never known when I first met you, what you were going through. And so, yeah, I would like you to tell us a little bit about that and where you were at that time. Yeah, uh, and it's just kind of a whirlwind to think where we are now having this conversation. I know. <laughs> um, and we were complete s- strangers. Yeah. Uh, 
a year and a half ago. Um, and yeah, it was, it was such a blessing, such it was God moving me to moving me in the direction to attend this group, but it was Mm -hmm. a season that was really tough. Um, and it was a place where I just was, I was battling a lot of different emotions and feelings. I felt very, very, um, alone. I was very much feeling that every facet asset of my life was kind of crumbling. So, mm. uh, it, it, in a sense, if it, it felt like a breakdown, it mm. felt like a mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, every area mm. of my life, I felt like I was failing. I felt like mm. I wasn't, um, I wasn't being who God created me to be, which I know I know now I and I know I've known in many different times in my life who uh, who I am in him, but in this season I just could see, oh wow, Austin, you are so far far away from that and so lost and mm-hmm. um and I felt I was just so grateful that I felt this conviction with all these different people and things coming at me, mm-hmm. Jesus coming at me saying, <laughs> well, first you need to go to this group. But I mean, yeah. many other things at the root was just, well, first you need to take care of yourself. You are yeah. trying to do too many things at once and you just need to take care of your just foundational needs that I created you to do because otherwise you're not going anywhere you're gonna be in this 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 very stuck place and I want you to thrive yeah (laughs) and so um yeah it was it was a tough season but it also it allowed me to move back to that beautiful identity in him that Mm -hmm. um I know I was I was created and designed to to be yeah that's Awesome. I love that God was wooing you basically to community, to a restful place. And I know like the, um, the scripture that kind of catapulted this whole thing for me was third John one verses two or chapter one, verse two. And it's, I pray that you will prosper in all you do and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. And so you can be doing all these things that you were doing and yet you you weren't prospering, you were doing and you weren't in good health at that point in the sense of mental health, you know, like you're saying you're using the word breakdown, that's kind of like whoa, trigger word, but let's be real. That's where a lot of us feel. Like we've been there and and felt that. And I love the fact that you're telling all of this because like I said when I saw you I wouldn't even have known. That's why we need a sisterhood. That's why we need this community where people can get real. But um, I also wanted to go back to when we had talked before, you you specifically said that you tend to operate in that stress zone. Like when, when things get hard, it's like that chronic stress feeling that comes up. And when you start to feel stress, um, certain things go to the wayside because like you and I also talked about, I wish we could talk about everything we talked about, but I want to hit on the things that we have talked about that were so key. You um, were talking about, we were saying like a mindset. We almost get into these mindsets like, oh, I'm stressed out right now. So my belief system, my I get right into agreement with, oh, I'm stressed out. So that means 
I have to be super tense and all my relationships now are like, you know, like I'm tight and I'm not taking care of myself and I can't have joy because I have stress. And so automatically the belief system is, oh, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling stressed out. So joy has to leave. Peace has to leave. I can't take care of myself. And these are all like belief systems I think we get caught in. Maybe we've grown up with and seen modeled, or maybe we've just gotten into bad patterns. But you did mention the stress thing and what it does, like for you in particular, what does it look like when you go into stress mode? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think to be specific about this time was I was a working at one of those corporate companies uh, at the time it was Visa. It's a very global organization and there it, it just requires requires a lot of hours, but also the nature of it is I was on calls all times of the day because yeah. I'm trying to get on the phone with someone in Singapore and mm. London and Dubai all at the same time. And so it just required uh, just a really uh, crazy schedule on top of the fact that I also yeah. was a new mom yeah. and I was I did put my daughter into daycare at the time and she was getting every sickness under the sun bringing it home (laughs) and I was getting and my husband we were just so doubled the PTO it just it was I never felt like I could get ahead with my job but also then I felt like I was failing my daughter and my family because she was getting sick and I wanted to take care of her and so I'm just trying to feel I felt like I was trying to survive both professionally and at home with my family so taking care of myself was like, okay, I'll get better at some point. Yeah. And so that um, that sense of, of stress just kind of builds because I wasn't taking care of my foundational needs, which would simply be like eating three times yeah. a day. Like that would be one thing where I just would neglect my hunger. Like it would mm-hmm. just, it would suppress because I just was like, I need to take care of my family. I need to make sure they're okay. I need to take care of my job. I need to make sure yeah. I'm doing a good job. Um, so that was unfortunate because then that would create me, it would make me more stress. Um, so it would just kind of fall into this deep hole of, I'm never going to get out of this. I'm just, I'm so deeply stressed and unhealthy and sad Mm -hmm. that, um, it was at that state of, of feeling like I was coming into agreement with it, but, Mm -hmm. Thankfully, that's like I said, is is God met me at that bottom part yeah. and that that brokenness and said, no, like that is not who I created you to be. I created you to eat three meals yeah. a day. That's all I yes. like. You need that. I also want to spend time with you. But first, let's just get you eating yeah. and get you sleeping. That was the other yeah. thing is, is you know, with young kids, you're not uh, sleeping. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> as well as <laughs> as uh, I did previous previously yeah. uh, before kids. But um yeah, so those foundational needs again is I felt like God was calling me to that first and foremost. Simple things that I could do to remove that um, stress, that uh, deep dark place, to to bring me into the agreement that uh, He's created me for so much more, yeah. and I yeah just get to a, a place of of hope and yeah. um, joy again. So. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. It reminds me of a scripture or a story in the Old Testament. Um, 
of the prophet Elijah. And it just came to me when we were kind of preparing for this. It's in 1 Kings uh, chapter 17, and you can read it. It's good reading, supplemental to this. I encourage you to do it. But Elijah's like the prophet Elijah, you know, the stud prophet, the amazing prophet. He called down fire from heaven, and he destroyed all the enemies of God in this story. You know, it's just this amazing story of this feat of amazing, you know, supernatural strength from some prophet that was one of God's main men. And yet right following this amazing event in his life, he finds himself running away from a a mean woman who (laughs) threatened him. Now that can be scary. (laughs) I'll give him that. But that's a whole other story. Jezebel, the story of Jezebel. It's really interesting. It's a great story. Um, but here he is, she says she's going to kill him. I mean, he's finds himself in a cave and he's sitting in this place after this amazing things that he's done for God. And he's like, I don't even want to live anymore. Just take me. I'm done. I, nobody cares. I'm the only person that cares. I'm the only person that's doing anything for God. I mean, he's just at this utter, like, breakdown, like you said, that breakdown moment. And it's so cool. And I love highlighting this because God came to him and he didn't say, what are you talking about? Do you see what I just did? Like, what's wrong with you? He didn't say, Elijah, you need to pray more right now. That's your problem. Elijah, you need to read your Bible more. You need to do this. You need to, God said, you need sleep and you need to eat and that's it. And so what I want you to do right now is I want you to lay down and I want you to take a nap. Don't even pray because your prayers aren't even going to make sense at this point. Just relax, you know, let me care for you. And it's like, that's what God was doing for you. It's like, let me care for you, Austin. Let me direct you to where you need to go. And I love it. I mean, an angel came and ministered to Elijah. He's, he'll send who we need, you know, mm-hmm. when we need it, yeah. if we just recognize it. And even had ravens bringing food to feed him. You know, it's like, you need to eat and you need to sleep. And then after that, we'll talk about now you need to get up and this is where you need to go and he'll lead you. But you did, you needed to eat. You said you don't eat when you get stressed out. And that's so key with women, I think, you know, you're, you're taking care of everyone else. And you're like, well, I can't take care of myself because that's not what I should do. I need to put my kids first. I need to put my job first. I need to clean the house first. I can't take a nap because everything's a mess and there's piles of laundry or whatever it is. The truth of the matter is God says, no, you do matter. You're my masterpiece. You're my precious daughter. And I want you healthy. I want you to thrive. I want you to thrive in your mind I want you to thrive in your body and I want you to thrive in your soul. But the truth of the matter is like Elijah in that whole example, he couldn't be the awesome man of God if he wasn't eating and sleeping and taking care of himself. And I, I just love that, that you, God led you to that. God led you to practical steps. And I think also we all, we want tools. We want to be able to have takeaways from these podcasts and our events when we're together and the newsletter and everything. And I really think that what you said about being stressed out, you, you were saying that's the kind of that where you go is stress hits and you're like, ah, oh, and that's when you don't eat, you don't do all these things. And I think really taking inventory, um, with our, just with our emotions, I think that the healthy, um, inventory is something we have to learn. We don't automatically know how to do. So 
we tend to fall into two categories. We tend to fall into overvaluing our emotions and feelings to where we're operating from that place, like through the lens of, I'm stressed out, so I can't eat. My husband, I can't, you know, don't talk to me and my kids and I got all this going and there's so much and I have to do all this and I'm operating through stress. That's what I'm, that's how I see everything. And so it's overvaluing that emotion to the point where it's ruling you. Or we uh, tend to go to the other side where we undervalue our emotions and feelings. And that's where we go, oh, I shouldn't feel this. I'm sorry. I don't know why. Just it, it's no big deal. Let me just move on and act like it's not happening. And that's when we start getting these weird rashes or, you know, we're like, what is this? Or we're having panic attacks or we don't sleep. And we're like, I don't know why I can't sleep anymore. It's like, it's because your body's telling you we're going to deal with this and you're not dealing with it. And both sides are unhealthy. The healthy way is we want really to get across is taking that self-inventory, which you did. I mean, you had to really sit down and God helped you. But it's taking that self-inventory and saying, hey, you do have feelings. I made you to have feelings. They're not a sin. They're not wrong. If you're angry, it's okay. Let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. Or you're you're feeling stressed out. You're overwhelmed. Maybe you're feeling offended or hurt. You know, you're operating from rejection. Who knows? But to process it means to go, I am feeling this and I'm going to value it. I'm overwhelmed right now. What are the steps I can take to really take care of myself and understand that God wants me to take care of myself and process it in a way that is healthy. And so I think you did that. I mean, God helped you to to go, okay, I'm stressed out. I'm at a point of breakdown. I need to do something about this. I need to do something healthy in a healthy way, not just not eat and have everything fall apart. But Yahoo, I'm working hard, you know, which is like this merit. Sometimes it's badge we carry. I'm busy, so I'm I'm, you know, significant, you know, but, um, you really allowed God to say some things to you in your heart and he led you to get involved in a women's group and really become vulnerable and allow some sisters basically to come around you. But there were other practical steps. And I think that's the next tool is prioritizing our practical needs because that's what God really, I think is the next step. He wants us to know how to do. So can you Tell us how you did that and you began to do that. And with God's help, obviously, prioritizing your practical needs. Yeah. I'm super grateful because I have no clue how I stumbled upon this process of inventory checking Mm because, like you said, he just he did kind of lead me there. But I feel like it's over the years that I feel like he has conditioned me to um, to like you said, see those feelings and not ignore them Mm -hmm. and not over exaggerate them. So he's, he's definitely allowed me to be like acknowledging like, Oh, Hey, this is not a healthy state. Let's Mm -hmm. like relook at this. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I've had some practice over the years that I being in, yes, I got to this deep place, but recognize like I need help and I need to start moving. And I am, I don't, I don't want to be stuck and I need your help, God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he did, he did put me in this bit of a action movement um, orientation mm-hmm. so to kind of look at all these different areas of my life um, and, and take an inventory of like, mm-hmm. okay, physical, 
or how are you doing there? And I would, I was really honest with myself and saying, okay, well, really probably a 15% on this. If I said out of hundred percent, 15%, not doing so hot. So, um, kind of taking a look at all of the different areas where I felt like I was struggling. And so spiritually, I also felt like, God, I, I wish I was with you day in, day out more. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm doing a great job there. My marriage, it's Mm -hmm. not in a great place either right now. And I would like that to look different. Um, Yes, some of these things, maybe they're not as, you would say, like I said, sleep and eating is a little more foundational than maybe these others, but they're all parts of me and they're all very important to my overall self-value and how I, how I just move through life, uh, with the way that God's created me. Like they, they Mm -hmm. do certainly bring me joy. And so I need to, for me, I need to take care of all these different areas. So, um, I did go through, I was very, very grateful to be led to, um, a friend, a resource that, um, that walked me through this personal growth exercise that, again, looked at every little area of my life that makes me me and really just make a little goal per each area to try to prioritize them and integrate them into my life. So mm-hmm. for the physical one, simple goal was just to eat three three meals a day, sit yeah. down and eat three meals yeah. a day. Um, and then for my marriage was to do to set up one date per week. That was also extremely important because we were not spending intentional time with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, for time with God, spiritual, I wanted to spend 10 minutes with him in the morning. They were simple, very simple, attainable goals. Yeah. Um, and they, and so quickly I, I made one goal per category and scheduled them into my calendar and said, I'm not going to bend on them because I, I know that God wants these for me and they, Mm -hmm. and our time is so precious. It is, it is so important how you spend your days and days can get, Oh, I mean, they were getting away from me. I was spending all my time on work. And then the days when I was not working, I was sick in bed with my child, taking care of just my child. Um, So re-looking at my schedule and saying, okay, if I want to attain all these goals, I have to somehow pencil them in and then commit to them and stick to them and prioritize them and make sure that I keep them front and center because they are foundational to me and God wants me to thrive in all of these different areas because they they make me me and he created me to do each of those things. Yeah. Um, so that is certainly what has moved me from that place of not being intentional with my time mm-hmm. that caused me to get to this, this stress point um, to now being very focused in prioritizing those needs to bring, um, yeah, just more joy into yeah. the everyday. Imagine that. Yeah. yeah. More joy in mm-hmm. our life. So God does care about your mind being healthy and at peace, your body, getting the proper food, getting exercise, getting, you know, just what you need in our soul and that you've covered it all. I mean, the fact that just that simple step, 15, did you say minutes, 10 to 15 in the morning of just quiet time, just prioritizing that and not going all extreme. Like, oh, if I don't do an hour, if I don't do all of this, it's not enough. 
15 minutes in the morning, 10, 15 with God, just maybe simply talking to God, help me with this day, reading one scripture, whatever it is, right? Starting the day with God, making sure that you prioritize your eating. And some people it's prioritizing just eating healthy, but for you it's prioritizing eating, you know? And then also um, just scheduling dates with your husband. God cares about us having that, you know, special time and, and really having our marriage healthy. So I just, I I think it's cool because you share all of this and you were able to apply all of this and now you're at a different place of thriving. It's not perfect. You're not perfect. It's like, Oh, I've, I've achieved it. I'm done anyway. Great. Bye. But you did, you, you've come so much further along. Right. And God also led you to quitting that the job that, you know, was seemingly this great job. But God knew that the job that you've always wanted to do, and that's your business that you have currently Plum and Parcel, which is what your heart's desire has been to do what you love to do. And now you're doing that as well. And that's awesome, too. So I just I really appreciate you sharing your story. I appreciate you sharing you know, that you went through such a hard time, but also being able to share, you know, just the way God led you to just put into place some practical things that really helped you kind of climb out, so to speak. Um, he pulled you out, you know, it's more like you didn't climb out, but he lifted you out Mm -hmm. and said, here, let me help you. And it's as simple as just listening to God. And, and some people say, I don't know what that means. It's just quiet yourself and, and before God and, read his word, you know, or just let get around people who have faith. And that's in our group that we got together. That was powerful. It was just a bunch of, you know, just a handful of ladies that came together and we shared some scripture and shared life and prayed for each other, supported each other and dreamed together. And we saw people healed. We saw people get breakthroughs. I mean, it was just, it's amazing. And now it's grown to this. So we're going to continue to see that. Um, and we're excited about that. So, um, thank you for sharing your story and being available. Of course. And I would say relational is actually Mm -hmm. another category, um, for me. And this community has been so foundational in my story and, and getting to a a healthy state again. Mm -hmm. And, I can't emphasize how important community is and community of women, of mm-hmm. believers uh, mm-hmm. who can speak that truth into your life yeah. because it's so powerful. Yeah. Uh, I would say that that was a huge proponent for making the many changes I did in that season. Yeah. So I can't say enough about how important that is wherever you are, yeah. um, finding finding people Uh, that can speak that truth into your life is just so valuable and so important. So I'm super grateful for the the outlets that I have, that God's led me to, including, including this one. For sure. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And we do want to encourage women come out to our events, you know, get into groups, get into relationship with other women, other believers don't do life alone. We're not designed to do life alone. We're designed to thrive together. Mind body and soul. Yeah. So thanks, Austin. Yeah. Thank you, Valerie. 
One of the resources Austin mentioned today is Horatio Printing Planners to help her get organized and systemize the different areas of her life. We are excited to offer a discount code on our podcast today. Go to HoratioPrinting.com and enter Soul Sister at checkout to get a 20% discount. I hope you liked this episode, and if you did, I'd love it if you'd share it with a sister or anyone you think would benefit from it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. See you next time.